Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the Bible series in the book of James with part one of this message entitled, The Blessed Man, preached June the 21st, 2013. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to James chapter 1, verse 12. So, the blessed man, that's a title, and I speak two points. What are they, sir? The blessed man and the cursed man. There's no question we have blessed people here. But it may be true there are cursed people here. And if they are here today, then I'm speaking to you so you can repent of your sin. And trust in Jesus Christ alone for your eternal salvation. So in James chapter 1. Verse 12 through 15. The brother of our Lord, our Lord Jesus, describes the nature of a blessed man, a blessed woman. Jesus himself spoke about the blessed man in his Sermon on the Mount. He said, blessed is the poor in spirit, those who mourn, those who are meek. Those who are pure in spirit and so on. They are blessed by God to inherit the kingdom of God. Here James says, blessed are those who endure trials. Trials of various kinds. Trials of persecution and poverty and sickness and loneliness slander, imprisonment, and even martyrdom. Blessed man, Makarios man, loves the Lord with all his heart, that he finds his total happiness in the Lord alone by virtue of his Vital union with him. He has entered the kingdom of God. And so he experiences righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. He said goodbye to the pleasures of sin. Including eating a lot of food. Hand to mouth action you see. If you find Jesus Christ you will stop that hand to mouth action. You will eat the right amount. Isn't that true? Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. So a Christian is one, he's a blessed person entered into the kingdom of God and he's having a good time. Joy in the Holy Spirit. Psalm 16 verse 11 says, You have made known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Total happiness, I said, a Christian, a blessed man finds in God alone. The psalmist says in Psalm 73, Whom have I in heaven but you? And earth has nothing I desire besides you. 
My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Now think about it and see whether that is true of you. That you evaluate yourself whether you are a blessed person. His joy is in his God, not in gold and silver and other things of this passing world. Blessings eternal flow to him from his God from whom nothing can separate him. In Christ he is given eternal life and he shall never perish. The Christian is a blessed man. He delights in God and in his word and in his holy church. The word Makarios appears 54 times in the New Testament alone. We are a blessed people. Blessed by God. We are therefore a happy people. A people full of indescribable, inexpressible joy. James says, blessed is the man who endures temptation. Joseph endured testing. Daniel endured testing. The three Hebrew children endured testing. Stephen endured testing and he died in faith. Paul and Peter endured testing and suffered martyrdom. Ebal, Jesus, endured testing and he died in faith for our sakes. Even the death of the cross. Abraham endured testing and received God's blessings. Genesis 22. Israel failed to endure testing and they perished. The vast majority of them perished in the wilderness. Every believer, friends, will be tested by God and tempted by the devil. Our testing lasts all our life. A Christian born of God shall endure testing. For God shall help us to endure it. The elect shall confess Christ. It is impossible for God's children to be deceived and forsake Christ as Judas and Demas finally had done. The Holy Spirit shall enable us to endure testing. God guarantees it. We are in God. God's hand infallibly grips us and upholds us and guides us, sir. As believers, we go through the fiery trials and yet our Lord goes before us who was tested and approved by his Father. In Christ, we endure trials 
and we shall be approved by God. In Christ, we are more than conquerors. And we can even conquer that food addiction by Christ and every other kind of addiction. Our God is great. Our God is mighty to help us. All trials are for our spiritual everlasting good. They make us strong, perfect, holy, blameless in God's sight. We glory in afflictions because they produce endurance, character, that's divine approval, and hope of the glory of God. Trials wean us away from this evil age to focus on Christ, our living Savior, who for the joy that set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So we shall suffer trials of various kinds, external and internal because sin dwells in us but God helps us to endure all trials successfully that we shall receive the crown of life by the Holy Spirit we shall endure trials and overcome them we are overcomers in Christ. So we read in Titus chapter 3, he saved us, not because of righteous things we have done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us plentifully, generously, immeasurably through Jesus Christ our Savior. Galatians 5.16 So I say walk by the Spirit step by step. Walk by the Spirit and then there is the guarantee by God and you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. And why do you sin, sir? You are not walking by the Spirit. Why do you sin, sir? Do you don't fear God? Understand, sir. Don't excuse. And I am going to come to excuse pretty quickly. Galatians 5.18 If you are being agaste, if you are being led by the Spirit, you are not under law. Galatians 5.25, since we live by the Spirit, let us walk in step with the Spirit. And Hebrews 2.18, listen, friends, especially those who have been defeated by sin. Because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those 
who are being tempted. Grab a hold of, of that words and live in victory and success that God delights in giving to you. Hebrews 4.16 Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of temptation. Time of need. And 1 Corinthians 10.13 says no temptation. <laughs> no, you see, we like to exaggerate our little trouble. And here, Holy Spirit puts us down. No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. Anthropinos. Common, common, sir. Common. Common to man. Stop exaggerating. Even martyrdom is common to man. And God is what, sir? Faithful. He will not let you because he is sovereign. He's the controller of the universe and of his church. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. In triumph. Yes. Successfully sir. Romans 8.34. Who is he that condemns. Christ Jesus who died. More than that he was raised to life. He is at the right hand of God. And he is also. Interceding for us. Who are experiencing. Temptation and trial. And his prayer. And intercession is. Absolutely effectual. So we shall receive, friends, the crown. Crown of life means crown consisting of eternal life. Not a wilting crown made of leaves given to successful Olympian athletes, but an everlasting crown of eternal life. And we enjoy eternal life now in the midst of trials and temptation. But in the future, we shall enjoy eternal life in its heavenly fullness. Friends, because Christ wore a crown of thorns, the people of Christ shall receive a gift, a crown of life of everlasting joy. We do not earn it. James says we receive it. As a gift, salvation is by grace alone, through faith alone, in Jesus Christ alone. Bible speaks of three crowns. Three crowns we are to receive. First, of course, is the crown of life. In Revelation 2.10, do not be afraid of what you are about to suffer. I tell you, the devil will put some of you in prison to test you, and you will suffer persecution for ten days. Be faithful, even to the point of death, and I will give you the crown of life. 
And we also receive crown of righteousness. St. Paul says right before his martyrdom. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness which the Lord the righteous judge will award to me on that day. And not only to me but also to all who long for his appearing. I want to ask you what are you longing for? What are you longing for, sir? And not only that, we receive also crown of glory. Crown consists in our glory. First Peter 5 verse 4, And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. These crowns, friends, are emblems of highest joy, glory, and immortality. Christ died for our sin, and he lives forever. In him we also live forever. He is our life. He is our righteousness. He is our glory. God has promised this crown of life for Every believer from all eternity. So we read in Romans 8. For those God foreknew means foreloved. He also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son. That he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined he also called. And those he called he also justified. And those he justified he also glorified. It's not your little decision. It's not your little repentance. It's not your little obedience. It's not your little giving two dollars to the church that saved you. It is God's eternal love in which he chose you to this salvation. In love he chose us in Christ in eternity. In time Christ on the cross accomplished our redemption. And the Holy Spirit applies this salvation to all the elect people of God. Friends, man lies and God Tells truth. God keeps his promises. For no matter how many promises God has made. They are yes. 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 In Christ. And so. Through him. The amen is spoken by us. To the glory of God. Let God be true. And all men liars believe God's promises and you shall receive a crown of life. We receive the crowns when the test will end. When we stood the test. We are told about how lead crystal bowls are made. A lead crystal bowl goes through the fire until it sings. So Paul says we glory in tribulations. We sing. We glory. We praise. In tribulations. 
James tells us to consider all trials pure joy. So the tester taps lightly at the edge of the bowl, now taken out of the fire. And he hears a musical reverberating sound. Then he says, it's done. It's approved. So also our trials will be over soon. And we shall sing forever in heaven. Where we hear only singing. Not any sound of crying or weeping. For we shall receive the crown of life. This crown of life is not for every believer who claims to believe in Jesus. Understand this friends. There is a limiting clause in this verse. Most of these who claim to be Christians are plastic fake Christians. I have seen them. Encountered them. In the church. In all my life. Fools. Liars. Cheats. Deceivers. They only want to get something like a leech. They come on to the church to get it. And get it again. To suck you dry. I have only utter contempt. For such. Users of churches. Most of those who claim to be Christians, I said, are plastic, fake Christians. They lack the fruit of love. They lack obedience to the Lord. Listen to what St. John said in 1 John 3 verse 14. Listen very carefully, sir. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love our brothers. Anyone who does not love remains in death. He's a fake. He's plastic. He's a mosquito. He's a bed bug. He's a mistletoe. They have no good works. Their faith is not saving faith. Such worldly Christians abound in all circles of Christianity. Easy Christianity. Christians following Jesus without taking up the cross. They shall not receive the crown of life. Those who continually love God alone receive the crown. This truth is stated elsewhere also. In chapter 2 of James verse 5. Listen my dear brothers. Has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom he promised. What's the rest, sir? Those to those who love him, sir. Love him means obey him, means sacrifice for him. Or Romans 8, 28, and we know in all things God works for the good of those who love him. And 1 Corinthians 2, 9, however, as it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God from eternity has prepared for those who love him and who keep his commandments. 
In 1 Corinthians 8 verse 3, but the man who loves God is known by God. Those who love God obeys God. The essence of God's commandments is love. Love the Lord, Jesus said. Your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. Those born of God and indwelt by the Spirit love God who loved them first. We love God because Holy Spirit in abundance poured out love of God and love for God into our hearts. So Paul says the same thing and hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. John 14 verse 23, listen, if you are a leech, listen. Jesus replied, if anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching. My father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. I don't know what all that means. It's good. That's all I know. Because in his presence is fullness of joy. And on his right hand pleasures forevermore. Don't be deceived. Friends make your calling and election sure. Ask do I love God? If I love God he will give me a crown of life. Jesus asked the question, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not obey my teaching? And I ask you, if there is anyone here, God, Christ is asking that question, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not obey my teaching? You violate the first commandment, second commandment, third commandment, fourth commandment, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth commandment. Pretending to be a Christian. All lawless people shall depart from Christ on the day of judgment. We cannot escape from trials, friends. Through easy believism and plastic Christianity. And by the so-called Christian hedonism. We cannot live like the rich man here. And like Lazarus in paradise. Friends I let you know a secret. Sinning is easy. The highway of holiness is hard. But with God we shall mount up with wings as eagles. And will reach Zion the city of our God. Which God has prepared for us. Even now God is crowning us with his loving kindness. Psalm 103 verse 4. Rejoice you saints. Crown shall surely follow the contest. Not death eternal. But crown of life eternal is waiting for each one of us. Amen. 